0: Welcome to the Middle East Update with Amir Serfati. Amir discusses the latest news from Israel and the region through the lens of biblical prophecy. The original video versions can be found on Behold Israel's YouTube and Facebook channels. To make it convenient, we've converted them to audio format to keep up with your busy schedule. Be sure to also subscribe to Amir Serfati on Telegram for daily updates from the Middle East. Amir's Middle East updates are based on the latest and most reliable sources, so you know you're getting the most accurate news. Now, on to the update. Shalom, everyone. This is Amir Tsarfati. This is uh, breaking news. Uh, And you know, I I was here a couple days ago reporting on this strange 20 hours of the Wagner Group uh, attempt of coup here in in Russia. And... uh, The more we were thinking about it, the more it sounded so strange and so weird that uh, less than 200 kilometers from Moscow, Prigozhin decided to stop its convoy, turn around and go back. And more more than that, we were amazed that uh, Putin actually allowed him to stay alive and to move to Belarus, although he hasn't moved yet to Belarus. That's not enough. Putin is actually doing right now exactly what Prigozhin wanted, and that's replacing his defense minister, which was the problem to begin with. So what is it exactly that happened during that day that made Putin so soft, made Russia so vulnerable, and made Russia, Europe, and the whole world extremely concerned? Allow me to pray, and I'll get into this business in a few seconds, okay? Father, we thank You so much. You're in full control. We're looking at world events. We scratch our heads. We sometimes ask ourselves, is it for real? I mean, are we really watching these things happening in our lifetime? And yet, You declare the end from the beginning, and from ancient times, things that are not yet done. And You say that Your will will be done. And you will do all that pleases you. Now, we give you this uh, short time of breaking news, and we ask that you will bless it. And uh, also encourage us in a, in, in, in a way that you're the only one that can do. In Jesus' name, amen. Good. So, guys, um, I'm going to open the chat because people are need that I ignore the chat because honestly, I cannot split my attention between the camera and what's going on on the screen. But um, I want to acknowledge the people that are uh, on YouTube and Facebook, people from the Philippines, people uh, from South Africa. I see also people from um, Guyana, uh, people also from Berlin, Indiana is in the house. Uh, Northern Ireland is in the house, the Netherlands, Thailand. Um, we have people from Canada, Minnesota, Australia, Las Vegas, Missouri, Canada. We see people from so many parts of the world. Listen, this is very, very important update. Please, right now, click the share button. I'm not even sure if they're going to let me keep that one here. So click the share button right now. So, we can uh, get it as as, as as fast as we can out. So, first of all, I reported a couple of days ago this strange thing of the coup attempt that began uh, during the night between Friday and Saturday, and throughout Saturday, this unbelievable, uninterrupted almost advance of the Wagner group based on the uh, order of their uh, commander and uh, leader. Uh, Prigoshin. and uh, basically uh, they were advancing with their convoys loaded with thousands of people all the way towards Moscow. They they started with uh, um, you know with the countries uh, after I mean city the city after city after city after, after city. And uh, eventually, again, the outskirts of Moscow, a couple hundred uh, kilometers away from Moscow, this is when that strange voice, ma- a voice audio recording of uh, Prigozhin that he said, Look, well, it's going to be too much blood that will be spilled. We don't want to do that. Uh, I decided to de escalate, to turn around my, 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 my convoys and go back to the field uh, camps on the Ukrainian border. And we all understood something, is, it's very strange, it's very strange. Putin is not, uh, wasn't happy, but, but again, Putin didn't do anything to destroy neither Wagner nor their leader. So, let me tell you what I know right now. Okay? And again, if you can you know, share it, it's, it's important. There's a very good possibility that the Wagner Group today is holding tactical nuclear bombs because as they were advancing towards Moscow, they actually marched all through the town uh, from, uh, again, from uh, Rostov on the Don. They made their way all the way up to to Voronezh, In in the outskirts of Voronezh, there is one of eighty installations where Russia is keeping their tactical nuclear weapons. It's called Voronezh forty five, or in its official name, Boris Oglabesk. For uh, it's called Boris Oglabesk. uh, National Nuclear Storage uh, Base, basically. In fact, let me show you a, a map of all of their storage facilities. Here it is. And uh, the Boris Oglabek. as you can see rab- right above Yuru Yuzan. Okay, so they got there. Uninterruptably, they entered into that base with all of their trucks. And you know, Wagner Group, these are not decent soldiers. These are, for the most part, criminals. They are criminals that were released from the prison uh, because they were uh, promised pardon if they fight. And no one knows at this moment how many Tactical nuclear r- missiles are missing from one of Russia's uh, 80 storage facilities. Um, um, again, and uh, 16 of the 80s are actually what we call strict, um, they're national level. Okay, in each of one of those national levels, there's between 200. 40 and 400 um, warheads, nuclear warheads from different, different parts. All of them can be easily loaded on trucks. It is not until Prigozhin and his team were in that base that this agreement with them was reached. And at this point, we're not sure, listen to me very carefully, at this point, we're not sure about two things. Do they have it? It seems like they do because everybody is afraid of them. And, but the other thing is, did Putin know about this in advance? Was it actually his operation to have them owning, possessing, and maybe even in the near future using a tactical nuclear bomb and then say, hey, it's not me, I didn't do it, it's them. Remember, they try to overtake me. This is it. It's a very uh, it's a very known tactic of the uh, of their uh, thing. In fact, uh, I think there is a name for this uh, for this tactic. Um, let me see the name. There's a Russian name uh, to this tactic of deception. And it's called Marikovska. Just a second. I just I, um, wait a minute. Yeah. It's called Maskirovka. Maskirovka. It's a, it's a well known tactic of deception for military uses. And so, So now the question is this How much do they have, and what are they going to do with it? very interesting because russia transferred nuclear weapon to belarus prigozhin they say is going to move to belarus however his people are still you know probably having the possession of some tactical nuclear weapon which by the way prigozhin was a big advocate of the use of tactical nuclear weapon in order to paralyze the ukrainians now, I would say this, I've, Wagner is a mercenary army that is not only operating in Ukraine, it's operating in Africa, it's operating in Syria. I would say that I would be very, very, very worried if I were a leader uh, in Europe right now, uh, or if I may say even the rest of the world, if because if they're going to sell some of those, to the wrong people, because after all, these are criminals. You know, you never know how how much you're going to get for it, and all of that. This is going to be big, very big. So, first of all, we have to ask ourselves: How come such a very important and super um, uh, secured installation fell so easily in the hands of the rush of the um, Wagner Group? Wasn't there supposed to be at least a fight? Wasn't there supposed to be at least a battle there? Nothing, 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 nothing. Now, um, maybe Wagner Group is now becoming a power by itself. And if so, it's the first organization on planet Earth in the history that has nuclear weapon. We don't know. We don't know what it is, but we know one thing. Tactical nuclear weapon is not the type of weapon that destroys countries, but it's a type of weapon that destroys large area uh, within a city. And it can actually determine the fate of a war between two countries. Um, again, these are the tactical weapon, uh, nuclear uh, the, the, uh, We're talking about rockets, basically. And maybe even little shells for for short uh, distance, uh, all the way from 100 kilometers to a few kilometers. And these are precise missiles, and and anyone who is in that area will be destroyed for sure. We're talking about hundreds of tanks, people, uh, military bases, and so and so. We've heard more and more and more from the Russians that if they feel that if they need to do it they will use tactical nuclear weapon if they will feel an existential threat and they don't say we will use a weapon like that they say we will we will actually act in all possible ways and that is exactly um, what they're using nuclear power so they might use strategic nuclear uh, rockets that are talking about thousands of kilometers uh, range. But if, for example, the Russian military will find itself diff- in a difficult situation in a specific area, um, they might even use um, you know, something tactical if they feel like it's going to serve their purposes. Now, you have to understand the hotline between America and Russia Regarding nuclear weapon is no longer active, so no one can say no one can can no one knows you know what's going to happen, um, and from now on it's not just the Americans and the Russians but also another uh, you know another organization that uh, might uh, just decide to do whatever they want whenever they want. This is an existential threat to Europe. It might be in the hands of Islamic, uh, you know, organizations if they choose to sell it, and uh, the um, level uh, of destruction that the war in Europe is going through uh, went uh, a major step up to a now a, a much bigger threat. And again, for those of you who just joined us, we've learned in the last. Uh, 24 hours that the Wagner group throughout Saturday managed to reach one of Russia's. I think it's a. We're talking about um, 16 national-level nuclear weapons storage facilities. We're talking about Voronezh 45, which is also known as Boryoglobsk. And this is the map, just so you know. And we're talking about the one right above you, uh, Yuryuzan. You see about Kar- Karanom Toya, there is Boryoglobsk. okay? That's the one. They were there without any resistance. They were there with trucks. And it was not until they got there that suddenly, out of the blue, a solution was found and Prigozhin decided to turn around. Did Putin know about it? Or is it something that is now threatening Putin? One thing is for sure, Putin is acting in a very, very strange way. Not only that he is not fighting Wagner, but he's actually going to remove Prigozhin's Fou, which is Minister of Defense uh, Shoigu, and he's going to replace him with one of his closest allies who was actually his own bodyguard years ago. So ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about something super serious. Could it be that Wagner Group is now a nuclear power? It's a very possible thing. One thing for sure, everything de-escalated after they were in the possession of that camp of um, Voronezh forty five Boris Boris Oglabesk is the official name of this national level nuclear weapons storage facility. Big news. Could that explain why everything ended so fast? And could that explain why the Ukrainians must be very careful right now? Because if their biggest foe. Look, if if Russia wants Ukraine to stop the war, Wagner Group wants to destroy the Ukrainians. They are complaining that the Russian military is not doing enough, is not strong enough, is not tough enough. You can imagine if they possess nuclear power, even if it's a tactical nuclear weapon, this is horrific. So I want to. I will keep you updated. This is uh, these are very concerning news. We'll we'll know more about it. One thing is for sure, this war is far from ending, and Russia is definitely not going to be the one that will lose here. If indeed one of Russia's arms, military arms, is now in the possession of nu- tactical nuclear weapon, and they might do it when the Russian official. Uh, uh, what official Russia will say, hey, it wasn't us. It's just like Iran is doing with all of its proxies. They say we didn't do it. Just like in so many other places around the world, when a country wants to do something and it uses proxies, it says we never did it. So it is right now with the Wagner Group and Russia. Pay attention to this, share these news with as many as you can. Follow me on Telegram, guys. This is where you get all the information. Telegram is the most important thing. If you want, take a look at this QR code. Scan it. and uh, Excuse me. Where is it? Here it is. Scan it right now if you can. This is an important thing, folks. Scan it. Follow me on Telegram. I'll keep you posted. This is very serious. All right. Thank you. Share this with as many as you can. Thank you and God bless you. Bye-bye.